This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 184 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I am here with my co-host for the week. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hi, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com, and this week I'm substituting for Mary, who we miss very much and who will be back soon, I promise. I saw that in the chat. People were like, where is Mary? She will be back on Friday of this week, guys. Have no fear. She will be here. The one, the only, Mary Morgan. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were talking earlier about how she is a superhero for her ability to read super chats yeah i always have thought that brett and mary worked really hard but something about reading out loud is is really taking me back to grade school when i just would count the number of people and be like i don't want to go <laughs> i was i was telling uh you guys the story like one of the I, I very i seldom read the comments my ego can't handle it but i remember i i read a comment early on when we first started doing the show and somebody just took a stab at me for my inability to read (laughs) and i was like you know what it's fine and then i cried and 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 went to bed uh we have a guest host today that you hear laughing would you introduce yourself please? i am also here i'm sour patch litz typically i am producing coordinating guests and generally managing timcast irl and as i will be tonight but i'm here with you guys this afternoon it's gonna be awesome even though mary's not here hannah claire is gonna be awesome different breath of fresh air who's the guest today can you tell us guest today is greg price and libby emmons ah well we know know people love Libby Emmons. They do. They, they do. Yeah. They, they are very big fans, <laughs> of, very big fans of Libby. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We've got this absolute mess that we've covered before relating to Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt uh, and what I believe to be a little bit of the weaponization of the FBI by really? a celebrity relating to a... No? Is that... Am I being too... Uh, too harsh on that? No, no, no. Carry on. So yeah, basically, it. it feels like she's weaponizing the FBI so that she can get full custody of her kids. That's my summation. I can't say that for sure. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, Zoe Kravitz uh, and Tom Holland with separate articles. Where my conclusion is essentially that having any type of social media, if you're a celebrity, is just like a mainstream celebrity, is a horrible, horrible idea. And then we're going to talk about. Uh, thank you. We are going to talk about the the CW. And the Daily Wire, uh, the death of old media, the rise of new media, uh, with the improvements and the in the moves that the Daily Wire is making in the fall that the CW has taken. So we got that, we got Podluck, we got a bunch of other stuff. So if you ladies are ready, we will just get right into it. Hannah Claire, are we ready? Oh, I'm ready. We're ready. We're ready. 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 All right. So before we do that, I do want to do a little bit of a white pill to start the to start the episode today. But Brett, no chat formation. I don't what? understand. No. I, I know. Well, I you, feel a little bit guilty you for bummed scaring me out. You bummed How me dare out. You? We'll, we okay, will bring the chat thing back. is, I just maybe you sympathize with this. Maybe you don't. I I uh, I have to reiterate. It's great that he wants to pump people up. I just want him to be less breathy while he talks about it. Well, he's back in California now, so maybe I'll bring Chet back tomorrow. But before we get into this, this is the white pill for today. Uh, Bruce Willis's daughter, uh, Rumor... Uh, Rumor Willis, Willis, who, who yeah. I actually just recently was like, I was like, where was I watching something of her before? She was on the show Empire, and she also played like the coroner's da- uh, girlfriend in the show Hawaii Five O. Oh, interesting. But they answered a very specific question that they needed answered, and they answered it very like unhappily. But uh, get ready. 
Jen, it's good to see you. Listen, I just had one simple question. The whole world has always had this huge debate and I wonder, does the it's will- It's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> she knew what it was. Yes. Family considers it a Christmas movie. Okay, so you have confirmation here from the Willis family that Die Hard is in fact a Christmas movie. I love this reporter who's like, I have an original question that no, no one has thought to ask you before. It's, uh, uh, it is much needed. We needed to figure out whether it was true or not. And it's apparently a Christmas movie. One of the funniest tweets, the, the worst tweets maybe in the history of the world, uh, was a guy a couple years ago who had a tweet that said, um, just a, your yearly reminder that calling Die Hard a Christmas movie is toxic masculinity. And on that day, I wept. What? I wept for society. That is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That sounds like something that Neil deGrasse Tyson would say because he loves ruining things like that. Ah, they're all they're all worst, ruiners. Worst. Ruiners, indeed. Ruiners. <laughs> so now that we have been uh, perked up by the fact that we the fact that we have confirmation that Die Hard is in fact yes. a Christmas movie, let's get right into it. So it says Angelina Jolie is revealed as plaintiff in an FBI lawsuit related to Brad Pitt assault allegations. What happened basically was like in 2016, they were on a, like a private plane uh, and Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie clearly got into a domestic disturbance of sorts. He, uh, he had consumed several uh, alcoholic beverages, allegedly, allegedly yeah, and allegedly poured one on her oh. uh, and, and also allegedly, allegedly uh, hit their son Maddox. Uh, now, I, we can't confirm that. It's uh, he said, she said. But the idea here is that basically she filed a report with the FBI Mm -hmm. uh, and it says, according to a report, uh, several years ago, Jolie told an FBI agent that Pitt physically and verbally assaulted her and their children when they were aboard the plane. Per the agent's notes at the time, Pitt allegedly took Jolie to the back of the plane, grabbing her shoulders and shouting things like, you're effing up this family. Jolie alleged on the same flight another physical altercation occurred, which caused her to sustain injuries, including her elbow. She also said that Pitt was drinking at the time and had poured beer on her. So my question is, why is this a, a case for the FBI? Well, the... The FAA, maybe? Well, no, the argument allegedly happened mid-air. So that makes it, like, outside of the jurisdiction of any particular state. Especially if they're flying into, like, they have oh, several yeah, residency okay. residences in Europe. So, so like, it's if they're not, flying back to L.A. on a private plane, it's a question of who deals with the prosecution. So it's not, a, it's not the same thing as, like, when you're on a boat, whatever fl uh, flag is being flown is, is sovereign territory or whatever. Uh, it's not wherever the plane took off from. No, not no? as far as I know. Okay. So the special agent then met with the U.S. Attorney, attorney and concluded that they would not pursue criminal charges. Uh, basically, they said that Brad Pitt also had scratches on him, and she's like, oh, yeah, it, that might have been me, which means, mm -hmm. like, it's he said, she said, there's no way to prove any of this. But I just want to point out that this is your tax dollars at work. Thanks going for that reminder. going to be spent on this, <laughs> uh, and, and the part that was the funniest to me was that she now files a she filed a FOIA request uh, wanting to get information regarding the uh, you know the interviews that took place between Pitt and the FBI. Uh, I find this really interesting because she gives the justification yeah, the of I needed I need to know so I can get my children proper like <laughs> psychological and medical yes. care for ongoing like suffering that they that from this specific event. We're going to we're going to get to that which is the most insane. At this point this was like what 8 years ago? Yes. Uh, it's not that this yeah. like kind of thing couldn't be traumatic like seeing Six your parents get get into it while fighting like that's real but what do you mean are you trying to say that they need a specific 
trauma aboard airplane therapist? Apparently. Well, the only way that they would still be holding on to it this tightly would be if she were saying that to them. Mm -hmm. So honestly, if he did end up yelling at her and saying stuff like you're effing up this family, he might have been right. Well, and at least three of them are over 18 now. I mean, like if they want to seek therapy on their own, I'm sure they can. Mm. According to Jolie's complaint, which was amended in August, Miss Doe has been seeking the withheld information for several years in an effort to ensure that her children received qualified care and counseling to address harm suffered. Information withheld by the DOJ and the FBI contains evidence of the harm. You were there. What evidence does the FBI have that you do not have? She just wants from the interviews where they talk mm-hmm. to them separately. Okay. I'm guessing. But but what? In, but I'm saying like she, she was there. What information could they could he give them? Also, like your kids are growing up basically in semi in the public eye they're not super visible and you had a very public divorce i feel like it's clear like your kids just need a lot like counseling that that's as if she cannot afford that about? counseling that's that's my favorite well part. I, I think she's trying to play it off as like this trauma is specific so i need to know what their father said because he manipulated them so i can specifically know like there's something called parental isolation syndrome where when couples are splitting up the parents specifically like kind of poisons the well against the other parent in a way that especially for young children is confusing they can't tell the difference or they feel a certain amount of stress or guilt pertaining to the other parent that's real and there are like there are specific therapists and family counselors that are trained to deal with that i just don't think that's what's happening here i think she wants to be in control of the narrative and is annoyed that her allegations didn't get have enough traction Mm. and so she files the FOIA request now also I want to point out that there's an ongoing bit here about her wanting full custody and not wanting him to have 50-50 custody of the kids all right Uh, it says uh, so first we're gonna see inside Angelina Jolie's constant stream of attacks on Brad Pitt uh, next month uh, marks the six-year anniversary of Angelina Jolie shocking the world by filing from divorce from Brad Pitt. Were I, we fi- so shocked by this? I, I pointed we out. Shocked, um, no. I, I pointed out like I, when I was writing the initial co- uh, pop culture crisis like like button. You know, Tim does smash like button. Right. I do gently tap the like button and then ask for people's opinion. I said, "Did you really believe that in the year 2022, Brangelina and Benifer <laughs> would still be a thing?" I, like I said, I can't believe that the Y2K aesthetic is, has been brought back so intensely that we also brought back our Y2K celebrities. Seriously. Does that mean in 10 years we get Kanye and Kim back together Ooh. to bring back like 2010s? I think that's true. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is I don't remember how much you remember this at the time, but I remember it was so big. I was interested in adoption at the time, so her story was a big deal. But the other part was um, her... One of the things when they broke up was that he's like from, what, Iowa or something? And yeah. he used to want to have his kids like spend a lot of time there with his parents like have yep. a normal childhood and she's really into this like globalist globe trotting everyone yeah. speaks multiple languages we live everywhere like hiring tutors to you know what i mean like very elitist yeah. uh we are of the world a lot, lifestyle so it seemed like they were in incom- they, they weren't super compatible in terms of raising children from the beginning that's probably she, what she, about she comes off a little bit like kim kardashian in the sense that she's very concerned about her public image Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, and the way she's portrayed in the media. Mm. So it says, it appears that Angelina has determined that Brad should never get 50-50 custody. One source familiar with the legal battle told the Post. Also, take in mind that anybody that's uh, 
Anybody can say anything. I, I'm at, at about wit's end with the concept of a source close to the investigation yeah, said break. anything. And there are some who say that the that she won't rest until the kids are legally adults, so Brad will not have never have had shared custody. It's just the latest salvo in a seemingly never-ending war. Angelina makes a constant stream of attacks on Brad, and she deliberately sold her disputed share of a, of their vineyard to a buyer she knew that he didn't want. So it's contentious. The FBI is involved. Your tax dollars are being spent on this, and this is what I was pointing out earlier because I was looking up more information about this and I saw this article today. Now remember, he just had a movie come out two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He just had Bullet Train come out last week. So is she, uh, I don't buy that these things just happened. To, that you don't hear anything about Brad Pitt and Jennifer, uh, Jennifer, Brad, uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie yeah. for like eight months and then suddenly it all comes out at the same time. No, timing is everything. Of course. Uh, so we get this today. It says Angelina Jolie shares first look at new film without blood, talks working with Sons, Pax, and Maddox. So this is very deliberately done. Raising sh- child sh- stars. Uh, yes. The, well, one of those two, I think the older one, Maddox, was like studying biological engineering in like South Korea or something. Uh, I know this because he, she just dropped her daughter off at, um, I can't remember what it is, but it's a uh, historically black co- university. Uh, in, yeah. Oh yeah. The, the one, the daughter just in, in Atlanta, uh, yeah, yeah. historically black college. Yeah. Um, so basically they're like, I don't buy that. She just happens to release this press release showing her being, uh, it's a family affair. We're making this movie, uh, together as a family. Uh, also, well, family, not Brad, get out of here, but not, but not Brad also while making a FOIA request, uh, and putting it in the news that she's pulling that incident, which, you know, for all we know, could have been the worst thing he ever did if he did it maybe it's the worst thing he ever did and he he shook her on the plane they said it cost like twenty five thousand dollars in damage to the private plane i if i was that company i would have padded that bill heavily oh for sure yeah also like for it's sure. a private plane like does that mean they like stain the carpet you have to replace it like i assume maintaining them is rather expensive i imagine i don't know this does you're right this does sound like a whole thing and it does sound very kim kardashian for all of these stars to be aligning yeah look here dropping this now movies out I got my kids. I cannot let him have custody of them. See, what I think she should have done is she should have gone on Rotten Tomatoes under a bunch of alt accounts and downvoted his movie. <laughs> she probably did that's do that, too. That's what she probably should have done. Already, she yeah. hires a bot farm to get Bullet Train, like, a crappy rating. Maybe she's the one who commissioned that article about, like, uh, whitewashing in the movie, movie Bullet she Train. She probably did. She's like, not she's, on my watch. Yep. I just can't understand, like, what... And we'll never know, right, because we're never in their marriage, but, like, where this intense hatred of him comes from... In, I, I could understand you did like, wear a skirt it, to a premiere recently, there are so. a lot of That's like weird. people who when their marriages end it's very very hostile but you're only hurting your kids in this scenario right like why would you use them as a tool why wouldn't you want them to have a stable relationship with their father why are you openly trying to like very like this selfish. is what we're seeing openly what are we seeing behind closed doors it's probably worse you could make the argument that she's used her kids as like publicity tools before oh, 100%. Like, for sure 100 percent. so uh the the as as usual the hollywood idea of family and what family is actually supposed to be is uh, is fairly messed up uh, I, I have to know whether you guys think that this is something that's done on purpose. Do you like, do you like, I, cause you know, w- without people connecting the dots for you and actually writing it out and saying this was done this way, you'd have to have a publicist say, uh, for most people to believe that this was done on purpose, you'd have to have somebody say a publicist who worked for Angelina Jolie said that she released it at this time so that she could make Brad look bad. It's if you're clear. just looking at the information at hand. Do you believe that that's what this was about? Yeah, there are too many things that are coming into alignment for it to be a coincidence, for Al- sure. Also, do you do you think that uh, the the part about the FBI being involved was something that she consciously used uh, as a tool to to make it worse for him? 
It's hard to say because, again, knowing that this actually happened while they were in air, like, that's, I assume, who she was supposed to go to. And I don't want to downplay, like, you know, allegations of domestic violence are really serious. Mm -hmm. And I think there are a lot of times that people don't uh that those com- those situations are so complicated to handle that people don't end up feeling like they are protected in the way that they need to be i don't know that this is the case with uh angelina jolie and brad pitt just because everything around it seems to be like she's acting out of spite and we've never heard of anything since like she she pushed that he was like this drunk who was out of control all the time but like she seems to have her own emotional baggage that it involves being really controlling of her children yeah she strikes me as incredibly emotionally immature and manipulative she's using her kids she's trying about to immature them- about immature i think manipulative no i think she's very very selfish and to me that reeks of immaturity she's, she's also the the daughter of a hollywood celebrity so she knows how the, how the game she works who she had know. a negative relationship exactly. with right she her- should know how bad it is to be raised in hollywood i don't know if her and, and john void are on good i mean they've worked together so it's not like i don't know if their relationship is still like that but I just think that, like, this is an example of people who are not putting their children first. And I I mean, like, I'm biased, right? Like, I didn't grow up with a lot of family in the area. So, like, when you hear reports of, like, way back in the day of Brad Pitt being like, I want to take them to Iowa. They can hang out with their grandparents. They can know their cousins. And she's like, no, we must be globalist citizens who run around the world. Like, I will admit that I'm biased. That doesn't appeal to me anyways. But also, like, why would you not want your children to have as many people who love and support them around them? as possible and if it's the idea that he actually is this horrible monster and it's dangerous maybe but again like this doesn't seem to be the case it really seems to be an issue of control for well, her that's what i mean when i say she's very selfish mm-hmm. and very immature I, I think that this level of selfishness we're seeing can only be attributed it can be attributed kindly yeah. to immaturity so is this what we have to look forward to to um, ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez because frankly my heart can't take it. <laughs> I, uh, can't handle it I think their kids are grown up now though they, they don't no. have kids together but they don't have kids together but, but, but they both have kids that are under 18 they do oh, oh yeah all of them oh, do oh my gosh oh, it's, uh, oh, you know. I mean but to be fair those two have stable part like as far as I know J-Lo and I don't know who she was married to have like a positive a-Rod, yeah. Not A-Rod. Previously, I don't know. I don't know who her kid's she's dad said, is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like a singer or something, but like they famously have kind of a positive co-parenting relationship. Oh, yeah, and then good. Jennifer Garner seems to have full custody of, or primary custody of their kids. So like the kids aren't being battled over the way that like Brad and Angela, and there are so many people out there, I'm sure even in the chat, who's like parents went through a horrible divorce and it was like, you become the same way that parents deal with like property or cars or Literally who gets property. this. It's You're crazy. Yeah, it's yikes. It's not good. So, uh, but we're like, yay, Angelina Jolie brought her kids to a premiere. And look, one of them is wearing one of her old dresses. Sounds good. Like, that doesn't make her a positive role PR. model. It yeah. always feels like uh, publicity fake. and very fake. Like this is well, One of the reasons that this job is so fascinating. Because there's a weird veneer of, like, normalcy against something that anybody who looks for closer than two seconds knows is not normal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it's crazy. I also noticed that, like... As far as we know, they do have shared custody as of right now yeah. or something. But she's battling to make sure that he never gets more. Yeah. Bef- so as long as once the kids turn 18, it will be interesting to see if like when the kids turn 18, she just stops caring altogether. I think then half of them are 18 and then half of them are not. Their biological children, I don't think are 18 and the, the, the children who were adopted are yeah. over 18. But the two things I was struck by with this is like she is the one who's like talking about 
doing stuff with them or like being like we're in a movie together like she is very much using them as part of her public persona whereas like if they do have semi-shared custody brad does it which i could only imagine growing in public growing up in the public eye is actually important the other part is like only extremely wealthy people can afford to drag out a custody battle for what what is it four years now longer i mean Mm -hmm. this is crazy do you know how much that must cost it's also interesting that in the People article, it says Angelina Jolie shares first look. Like, is that to say that she wanted this released or is this to say that the studio wanted this released? If she wanted this released, that seems very calculated and on purpose to me. Yep, so. a little bit. All right, let's do Super Chats. There's a couple of them there. Okay. We can do it. Um, you got this. Goofer Trooper says, finally seeing Brett live again. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, I like when they say it like that, like you're a touring pop star. Like, yes. Finally getting to see Ooh. Brett live again. Yes. Uh, Joni Bokath sent a like chicken doing a thumbs, thumbs up. up. Oh, which cute. Which we're into. Thank you, Johnny. Um, and let's see. Adrian181 says, finally catching this live. What's up, Crisis Crew? Hello. Oh, nothing. Just doing, a, just having just fun di- dissecting why celebrities are so awful to oh, one yeah. another. I will say, I think you guys are crisis actors per Mary. Correct. Yes. Yes. I have not wanted to infringe What's on up, your territory. Crisis actors. I mean, there, you can still be a crisis actor that's part of a crisis crew. Yeah, yeah, I don't cool. know what the hierarchy is for your, <laughs> your viewership. I'm, I'm just here for this week. Oh, you're here every week. You're just not that's here true. every I'm day. here hostily taking over the show this week specifically. Yes. Um, let's see. Hava Owen says classic hollywood depraved and crazed as always it it somehow always comes across more depraved like it's one thing when they talk about like political issues and you're like you're very disconnected from reality but somehow it seems almost more depraved when they do it involving their own families yeah it's evil lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Terrence Rice says, move back and forth from D.C. slash Maryland between my mom slash dad. This sucks, so I'll do my best to keep my kids from having to go through the same. I think that's all people can try and do, right? Like, your parents are human, but you... Thank you. Thank you. you. Like, the goal is to try and do better by them. Even if your parents did an amazing job, like, we always want to improve upon the platform we were given. When my parents separated... Um, my mom moved like uh, two towns over, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they decided to not pursue like the actual divorce part until I was out of high school. Oh, that's now, this, good. this is before my mom got sick, so it ended, I ended up living with my dad full time once my mom got sick, anyways. But before that, I took advantage of it because if my mom was mad at me, I just went and stayed with my dad. And yeah, if my dad was mad at me, I just great. went and stayed with my yeah. mom. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, you know. I had friends who, like, the system. their parents would live far enough apart. And so they would, like, I have one, I'm thinking one person in particular, they're, like, part of their custody agreements when they turned 16, they would buy the kid a car they go in together oh, so yeah. like they don't have to drive back and forth anymore and ma- then she would always have an excuse be like oh no but i'm at dad's house you like no no i'm on my way like she could always like she had like a lot of freedom because yeah, of it no kidding <laughs> when, when my mom got sick and she had to, she was in the hospital i got like a check from like the for like from the federal government for like I don't know what like that caretaking like caretaking for care, her? Yeah, for like... Well, no, no, because I wasn't taking care of her at that time. Oh, you're getting I, social security benefits? Uh, social security... Yeah, I was getting oh. social security benefits. And um, 
like that bought me my first car, which just gave me the opportunity to, but then didn't matter because I was staying with my dad full time because she was then in the, going between the hospital and the nursing home yeah. for the next several sucks. years. So yeah. that was so before hard. I started taking care of her. So, yeah. Uh, Jonathan Harris says, I missed PCC yesterday. Let's get some more parties <laughs> going today. Yes, uh, let's go. Lydia, do you want to hear this cool thing that we're talking about? Uh, I'll only mention it once today. Did you know that if we get 15 crisis parties in a yes, row, I heard Brett this last night. will bleach his hair? Yeah. Guys, guys, I have made we conditions. We have to do this. This cannot be some angel investor who just does it all at once. <laughs> Why it not? has to be 15 separate crisis parties. Sure. But okay? theoretically, also, wouldn't the meters go off if someone put down the money flat? They just go off continuously? I don't know. Cool. I, I don't no. know. We need a tech uh, person yeah. to weigh in on this. Also, <laughs> I, I, I'm pointing out that if this does happen someday, if we get, 50, gosh forbid, uh, I I reserve the right to wait to diet when it's longer. I disagree. Brett will do it immediately. You're yeah, making, you're, you're, making you're taking all the fun questions. out of this team. Yeah, you got to do it. Uh, my hope is my hope is originally that people would forget by the time no. this ever happens. Then somebody pointed out to me that like they mentioned Hannah Claire Dunk Tank, and that's from like episode zero. I don't even Why? know where that <laughs> came <remember>. from. <laughs> so apparently, it will never be li- lived down. Um, Waffle Sensei says no chat formations. Is this even pop culture crisis anymore? It is not. It's Ch- chat it formations will be back. I just bullied Brett. It's a Come hostile on, takeover. Come week. on, Come on guys. <laughs> we did talk about at one point having like other motivational speaker clips just to see like what the variety is out chat there. Or nothing. I don't know, man. I don't care. The other thing is, like, is it a chat formation <laughs> if Mary is not here to weigh in on it? That's a good yeah. point, too. That's fair. Okay. Caper2x says, I prefer PCC peeps. Woo. Lydia, can we sign the cast? We can. It's all um, coming off on Monday. I'm picturing, like, so many, like, actual peeps that you eat. Yeah, like the little PCC, like, yeah. with little peeps. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be cool. Yeah. All right, guys. We are going to move on, and we are going to talk about why social media is absolutely awful if you're a celebrity. Yeah. If you're a mainstream celebrity. If you're an internet celebrity and you've built your uh, your your uh, platform that way, that's a little bit different. But Zoe Kravitz has regrets over speaking out uh, on Will Smith's Oscar slap. Duh. Uh, basically, the idea here is that she went, after this happened, she was like, look, that was a bad idea. And then she got pushed back because there is no right answer. Right. Like right. Th- there is no right answer in these situations. It's, it's a scary time to have an opinion or to say the wrong thing. Zoe Kravitz is torn on getting involved in the Will Smith, Chris Rock slap discourse. Thank the you. incident that shocked Academy Award viewers over the glo- uh, around the globe uh, is still fresh in the Batman star's mind after she publicly condemned the King Richard actor on social media. Quote, I'm torn about what to say right now because I'm supposed to just talk about it. I have very complicated feelings around it, she admitted during an interview with the Wall Street Journal. I wish I had handled it differently, and that's okay. My point here is that what she, what she said that rang the most true with me is she said, I'm expected to have an opinion about it. Why? Why do you have to have an opinion on absolutely everything? I want a celebrity to embrace the power of I don't care. Just... What what could be worse? Uh, so she gives her opinion, right? One side is going to tell you she's wrong. The other side is going to tell you she's wrong. Sure. But she's also entitled to her own opinion. She could say whatever she wants. She just said, here's a picture of my dress at the show where we are apparently now assaulting people on stage. But she's saying, she, regre- but she's saying she regrets it. Now she regrets it. it. She's overthinking it. Here's the thing that I always recommend when something, when a hot take happens. When something happens, everyone's like, what do you think? What do you think? Because people have asked me this. They're like, what's going on? What's happening? And I'm like, I'm going to wait. 24 hours before I comment on this yeah and y'all can just chill Thank you. because I'm not gonna say anything crazy and I'm not gonna say anything too early and that has never done me wrong like you need to give it some time she didn't need to say it 
I mean, she could have just posted her picture of her dress and been like, you know, hashtag whatever, Yves St. Laurent or whatever she was wearing, but... I don't think she has to regret saying anything. Right. I mean, this like you're going to be wrong no matter to what. have an opinion. Like we think because you're alive, you probably have an opinion sure. on it because you were there. You are not. You don't have to express it. You may feel that way because your publicist is saying you should comment on it. The other part is like I think you're right. Generally, wait 24 hours, especially if you're not specifically involved in it. You're a bystander. Like you don't have to have an opinion. I don't think what she said is that crazy. Like that's no, her take on the situation. She shouldn't. I just like I hate this thing where they're like well maybe I shouldn't have said da, 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 da. like that's fine that's not even that controversial like it is weird that he got up on stage that and like weird. Yeah. sort of hit, hit this of guy ordinary. but most people don't have the same problem the most people what it is is they get uh, hot under the collar they feel like they have to say something they say it it's stupid they regret it they delete it how right. many times do celebrities uh, say something really dumb, then they delete it because it's clearly stupid to say? It was like Eric, Lar- the the comic writer Eric Larson made something the other day that the only way this country will heal is if they drag Donald Trump out onto the White House lawn. Wow! And, yeah, like, yeah. You can't like wait twenty minutes and, and like, do you really need to say that? I'm not saying don't say it. I'm saying that give yourself the time to decide whether it's a good idea to do so. But social media has created poor impulse control. Right. You need that dopamine hit from the likes now. Right. Yeah. I think part of it is, so like her sudden like, well, maybe I shouldn't have said something. I feel like it must come from like maybe Saint isn't like working with her anymore because if she was like supposed to, as part of her deal, most of the time they borrow these dresses, right? So as an exchange, a lot of times with social media now, it's like you have to post in it and tag us. Right. And so maybe the brand pushed back and was like, look, like you looked great, but you mentioned the controversy and we don't really want to be involved with that. Now we don't right. feel like it. Like if she has faced some behind the scene backlash that we're not seeing, that I'm sure it's not that big a deal. Anyone would work with her. She's a, she's a famous star. She's a rock star. Yeah. I also want to point out that she talks about it's, it's like a, it's a scary time to, <laughs> I'll read this, this. This part is really funny. It's a scary time to have an opinion or to say the wrong thing or to make controversial art or statements or thoughts or anything. I was just reading an article earlier today about the and include uh, the USC Annenberg inclusion initiative, which is job is basically to look at everything made in Hollywood and say, not progressive enough. Uh, and the idea here that she is somehow sharing something controversial is borderline laughable because she's going to parrot. She is the feminist, uh, the modern day, the fourth wave feminist that every Hollywood celebrity is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it always rings. It's, it's like when we talk about the, they never realize that they're part of the machine, that they're the that they're not the resistance, that they're absolutely the the norm. Uh, and they the don't machine. realize it. So if her idea of a controversial opinion is no Will Smith shouldn't have slapped the crap out of Chris Rock, like I don't think they know they've lost the plot on what controversial is, yeah. but their desire to be heard is so strong that everything feels controversial to them because they expect everyone to agree with them all the time. Yeah, I think that you're totally right. That's why the slap felt like such a big deal because there wasn't a clear party line, whereas they are used to saying like, yeah. we're brave and bold. We're making controversial statement yeah. that we all agree with, right? We're all good here. <laughs> we're all good. She, she's uh, like, there is no stunning or brave in this situation. What like, am I supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it is. it was truly a moment where like no one's PR agent had calculated for this so no one was prepared on how to respond which i like whereas like when she's saying that's cool yeah when she talks about like controversial art like i don't think she's talking about the kind of art that most people would put out that we would think is controversial because 
they all come from one ideology. So yeah. it's it's like, oh, it's controversial, but it's a, a pro-abortion piece. Yeah. And you're like, is that controversial? Because that's like a majority opinion that's legalized in most states. The, uh, the, the article that I was, I, I was, I thought about making it a topic, but it, it gets to be in the weeds about the, the USC Annenberg Inclusion Initiative. Uh, they, they, they hire a bunch of Hollywood uh, celebrities like to, to talk about how we're going to include conversations about abortion. And it was like nine celebrities. And I looked up, everyone's like, Kerry Washington, every single one of them has the same stance more on it. that yes there was all not a single con, there was not a single dissenting opinion i was like i was like looking from like there's like is gina carano in there somewhere no, no. There, oh well, there's also no men because Cameron no gray yeah, she's like yeah. an open christian i assume she's pro or well pro-abortion i mean mm-hmm. i mean pro Anti, yeah. anti-abortion oh, i'm mixing all of vernacular up it also says it's mostly scary because art is about conversation that should in my opinion be always be the point the internet is the opposite of conversation i agree with her on that the internet is people putting things out there and not taking anything in I agree with everything about that last statement but I don't believe that any of the art that these celebrities are creating is actually supposed to be about comf- about conversation it's supposed to be about confirmation you're supposed to affirm what they're already telling you exactly yeah I yeah. I feel in some ways I want to have empathy for her because your life is so consumed by the public's opinion for you I can only imagine how you're wired to respond to that like for me it's easy to say and I don't feel this way all the time but like if something is my opinion, it probably doesn't change that dramatically. I might become more informed over time. But in this take in this case, like her opinion is malleable because everything about her is malleable to fit the audience. Right. Says Kravitz revealed that the experience has helped her learn a valuable lesson. I was reminded that I'm an artist, she continued. Oh. Being an artist is, I know, saying that with like a, I'm okay. an artist. Yeah. Uh, I feel like your, your voice becomes British just saying that phrase. Uh, being an artist is not about everyone loving you or everyone thinking you're hot. It's Well, she is hot. so that's Okay, fair. all right. It's, it's about expressing something that will hopefully spark a conversation or inspire people or make them feel seen. Make them feel seen. Make them feel something, maybe. What I don't know what yeah. the you're but that is that seems like extreme narcissism like yeah my art makes you feel seen go f yourself lady seriously um and the, the other reason i want to point this out is because there was an article from a couple of days ago in which tom holland basically said like look I, I can't do it anymore like social media he's like he's been off social media and then he came back for like a little bit and said look I'm going off social media because it's freaking awful for you. Is this Bad permanent thing. or is this a, like I am temporarily stepping away? He's like he deleted the app. He's like temporarily stepping away. So he says, I have taken a break from social media for my mental health because I find Instagram and Twitter to be overstimulating, to be overwhelmed, uh, to be stimulated, to be overstimulating, to be overwhelming. I get caught up and I spiral when I read things about me online. That's and fair. ultimately, it's very detrimental to my mental state. So I decided to take a step back and delete the app. That is the smartest thing you could do. Guys, I had an idea the other day. So I was thinking about this myself because I have a few haters on Instagram and I'm like, how am I supposed to deal with this? How exactly are you supposed to respond to someone who's just freaking rude to you Mm -hmm. with no basis in reality? What are you supposed to do? I was thinking there should be like a course on this. There should be somebody who speaks about this because there has to be a really good way to handle this kind of thing. And it needs to be like condensed so that people can follow along with it and then take those wise points and apply them to their social What's worked for you? Like, what do you think your strategy is? Because you've been a public figure for, like, a bit now. People are usually really nice to me online. I've got one or two on Instagram. For some reason, they just get mad at me. And I'm like, I don't understand what your deal is. Usually what I just do is remind myself that I don't know them. They don't know me. I know the truth about myself. And anything they're saying about me is based on probably something they're projecting at me which i've really concluded is typically the case Mm -hmm. but and that's worked pretty well but they're like very specific and i'm like why are you just 
picking at this one thing this doesn't mm. really make sense to me so i need like a i need like an evolving strategy to handle this i feel like everybody does i think it should be a course the other thing is the mainstream celebrities don't need it they they have the machine to push them the hollywood machine an internet celebrity uh, a youtube star somebody who comes through twitch or or something like that their connection directly with the audience plays a huge role in paving the way for their platform to grow a Tom Holland of the world doesn't need to talk with people online for his platform to grow. I agree with you for the most part, except that uh, influencer marketing is such a huge deal right now. So like Tom Holland could continue to be a successful actor and get cast in all kinds of movies. But in some ways, his, let's say, brand, meaning like his manager and his publicist and whoever is like in his circle who's helping him like build his career might point out that that is a uh, losing revenue i mean zendaya I, I knew she was on disney channel but she also went on dancing with the stars i'm referencing her because they're dating as right. far as we know the, the rumor is that he was leaving social media because they broke up Ooh. But, oh that's um, sad yeah. i don't think that's true but like she also i mean she's beautiful and she's built like <sighs> a runway model so she's also in a million campaigns for all sorts of luxury brands which for the most part gets featured on her instagram right that platform is extremely important to her uh, yeah, and maybe she would choose to walk away, but you have to admit that that's losing hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. She could continue to act, but she would leave money on the table, so to speak. Well, mm-hmm. then you have to decide whether the money left on the table is worth your mental health. Totally. Tom Holland says it is. Also, it's different for like his not like guy. he's not. Yeah, he's not yeah, going to benefit well, from. And I think celebrities like there are some celebrities who don't have access to their Instagram account. Well, that's what I'm saying. He Everything, could do that. Right. So Choose like, not to read it. He right. could still be posting whatever brand deal endorsements and just not be managing it himself. I think that's especially young, like young actors are probably people who get famous not really knowing that they're like, like Zoe Kravitz is Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. So probably she was more strategically moved into acting. Yep. Um, they someone who had like a personal relationship with their their platform like like you did like you that was my had personal account because yeah. and then you had this like pl- public platform when you started producing IRL and then you know it built a following that you didn't necessarily ask for you know what I mean yeah so he has sixty seven point eight million followers that's a lot and from his handle it looks like this was his personal account mm-hmm. so I don't know if he maybe just never handed it over to someone to manage it for him and now he's feeling the pressure of almost seventy thousand. You know, 70 million people. Right. Like if you grew up using social media the way most of consumers use social media, which is like as a personal platform, it's very different. You're not disciplined to say like, I'm going to turn it off now. They they won't even give Adele the passwords to her account because she posted that like racy pic. It's also impossible (laughs) to like actually use it the way normal people use it because you post something and immediately you're bombarded with responses, good and bad. You can't actually engage that way. Yeah. Like, Like, I get messages uh, on, on Instagram, and, like, I have time to, like, read them. I don't always have time to respond because I'm busy. If I'm busy, Tom Holland is very, very busy. So, Zoe Kravitz, like, it says that she responded to some of the comments on her picture. Like, which that's insane me to me. She's she's engaging with it too personally. That's and what, I think that's what they're both doing. Like, I don't think that's, I don't think you need to do that right. in, in that respect. It's not like, healthy. It's not good. First of all, you're not changing that person's mind. Right. Ever. You're not. Maybe we should just make like celebrities like Yelp review pages. Yeah. You know how like people leave negative Yelp reviews on the business <laughs> yeah. as the business will respond like, so sorry to hear that. Like we will help. Thank, thank you. you. We'll help you next time. Like maybe they need to learn to use like Yelp. Like if you have a problem with Zoe Kravitz's comments, please put them on her Yelp page so she can address them in a professional manner yeah and it is like we're just uh, social media evolved so quickly and became so 
wrapped in celebrity that Hollywood was busy trying to find ways to monetize it. Yeah. It built its own economy through YouTube, Twitch, and things like that. So there's all these things uh, trying to work together and it seems like a problem for just trying to figure it out while also trying to live as a regular person. I was like, this is a big problem like in in like Star Wars. A lot of the creators have are just not able to shut up talking about politics. Yeah. They can't. Yeah. And that's, to me, I say that's fine, but have a private account for your friends and family. Right, have a burner. Have, have, your, a, own. have your own account. Yeah. And like leave your, if you're, if you're that type of celebrity, leave your professional account where people actually consume your work to be more diplomatic. Hmm. I'm not saying they have to do that. I'm saying for the benefit of your mental health, if you want to go on some rant about uh, about Roe v. Wade or Donald Trump and you need to get those clicks and likes, just add the people who you know uh, like you as a person and know you outside of work so that you can rant on social media. You can still have your dopamine hit right. and not have to worry about turning 90% of the or 50% of the country against you because you don't know how to have some self-control. Maybe I, I'm biased here because I am very, very, very guarded with what I share. Me too. Yeah, I do not smart. post. Like, I, I write hot takes out all the time and then do not post Trash them because I'm not quite hot enough to I, hit I, post. I don't, I don't need to. Like, like uh, the other day with the, with the thing about, like, the Minneapolis school teachers mm-hmm. and, the, and the race-based policy stuff, I was like, I was going to tweet it out or I was going to post it on my Instagram story. I'm like, I, I, I don't care. Nobody's going to read it. The care. people who agree yeah. with me already agree with me. The people who think that this is a good idea are stupid. I don't need to fight with them. I have too much to do in my life. And if I have too much to do in my life, these people certainly do. Yeah. That's fair. So. Yeah, I think that's fair analysis. Yeah, I think that they are told in some ways that, like, they are... I think activism and, le- and like, left-wing ideology are linked so intensely in people's minds that it's not enough to just hold the opinions to yourself, which I think a lot... Like, I don't like to generalize, but, like, conservative or libertarian-leaning people tend to see, like, well, if this is the way I... Be- like, the things I believe and I live it out in my own life, like, that's enough. Whereas I think... Um, like a good cult you need to like continue to expand so with hollywood like the virtue signal isn't just an optional thing it's yeah you have to do yeah, it that's a fair point it's, yeah. it's yeah. not enough to get the personal dopamine hit to talk to your yeah. close friends about it like if you are not openly promoting these things you then you start to be to... and you start to be suspicious right yeah. like when when people didn't post i know the famous example is like the black squares black like it's square. like oh yep. so did you not like actually support that you know what i mean like that's I, a fair I think point there's yeah. a it's part of their economy. It's, it's within their own professional economy. It's a form of currency. The thing is, they're just doomed stuff. to fail in some respect. And that's why I feel, I can't help but feel a little bit of like empathy for some of them, which is like, you don't even realize how trapped you are. They are. They're absolutely trapped. It's funny too, because I was like, uh, I, I said the other day, I went on this, like, I never check the, the actors that I like social medias. I always look at their IMDBs. It's where I get most of my useless info that right. never mattered until I did this job. But um, like, I never check their social media because I don't need to know about your TDS. I don't need to know about your pain. I don't, I like, it's kind of like the blank slate idea. Like, I like the idea that I only know as much about them as the characters they play. Yes. I'm not saying they don't have a right to their opinions, but it's actually my my responsibility as a consumer if I know it's going to affect my view of your work 
it's kind of my responsibility to just not seek it out. But every so often I go on little binges where I'm like, I, I, I do it. It's mostly, it's like uh, Hollywood liberal women L where it's like every single one of them posts the same. It's the same thing. It's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's abortion. It's this, this and it's oh, like, it's you know, but it's like, have like you, you like, but how many posts have they made since then? Is it just the one they made all the way back down there? Well, they don't care about it that much. And mm-hmm. then you're projecting your own. Or the other thing you can do is you can look at their like, um, they're like, like, like similar people they follow. Like, and you'll find like closet weird conservative women or, or men that are there because they randomly follow like uh, Ben Shapiro or, or Turning Point USA or something yeah. like that. Uh, and I get a huge kick out of that because a lot of them still work in the industry. It's just they follow those people, but they don't talk but about it. But they try to cancel them over that. They're mm. like, oh, you like this yeah. tweet from like, you know, a year and a half. Oh, ago. they don't even like the tweets. I don't know if they necessarily even like the tweets. They might just you follow, follow the them and, and, yeah. and look at it. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, you know, there are those absolute maniacs on social media that go around. And they're like, look at who this person follows. I who wonder cares? I wonder if publicists in Hollywood, like when they're like meeting with new potential clients are like, have you ever in your life had a Twitter? And if they say no, they're like, you're Good. in. You're in. Because yeah. it's the equivalent of like colleges. Like when you say like, if people say they can pay full tuition cash, they're like, you're definitely coming because yep. you can pay the bills. Yep. All right. Let's do super chats. Uh, John Harrison says, keep the pimp slapping hand high, Linda. Oh, yeah. I sit with it like this because it's a little less uncomfortable. I like it because like. when we, we do IRL, <laughs> you look over at Lydia, constant professional, doing her job one hand up. Like, that's how <laughs> good she is. Up. Also, people have no idea how uh, incredibly talented Lydia is as a, as a multitasker. I multitask pretty fluidly at like, this point. She will be like, we'll be like group chatting me you and andy <laughs> and then she's also doing irl and yeah. posting things in slack yeah it's and fine like, a lot going on like she's, i'm like she's only got one hand <laughs> yeah, how's she doing that <laughs> imagine if she had both like when she has both of them it's even, it's more. even more it is faster. no it is yes. it's a lot it's a lot hobbit says yay no chat formation no chat some, formation. some people like them some people hate them they will be back they will uh diz Wiz sent in some sort of I Other forget, people currency. I, I believe it's South Korean. Ooh, W, I, I thought it's Polish. Let me look it up now. No, I'm just um, curious. He said, or maybe she said, Hope Mary's good in exorcism asylum. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, pronounced Ireland. Is, 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 okay. Are exorcisms particularly common in Ireland? I don't know. They're Catholicism. They're a Catholic country. Do you think she, like, she will come back with a bunch of lucky charms for all of us? I hope so. I hope she's bringing souvenirs. And potatoes. Yeah. yeah. If I don't get, yeah in fact, I, if I don't get a souvenir, we're going to... We're going to chastise her on yeah. air. Yeah, that is South I hope she does like a, an unboxing on air. She's also, like, guys, yeah. I want to check and make sure that the stream is okay because I'm getting the like the I can poor, see poor signal. I'm okay. able to see it. Right. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hear the rain. This is why Brett likes and Liddy's on for multiple reasons, but definitely because she's a live producer, yeah. so he's Doing like, stuff. I'm nervous. She's like, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. My hand is I up. Just, yeah. We're good. I just we're need good. that. I just need that uh, affirmation every once I in a while. A little bit of uh, reassurances goes a long way. Looks fine. Looks fine. Jonathan Harris says, I'm with Brett for this stream of conscious commentary on social media uh for this screen stream of conscious commentary on social media is getting old either stand by what you say or don't talk about it that's fair most of the time for me it's not that i disagree i never change my stance on anything it's that i don't want to have to continue to explain myself to like 90 people well here's the problem once the problem with our celebrities our dear celebrity class is that they spout things out and then they realize that they didn't think about it first if they thought about it first They'd be fine. They'd be able to stand by what they said. This is why I delete very few See, tweets. See, I don't even know about that because I think I think it's just the, like Tom Holland said, it's the constant input. So even if they believe they're right, you're still getting 80,000 people telling you so you're turn wrong. It off. Turn yep. off your notifications. Yep. It's not that bad. 
I don't think you want to read that one from Bad App. Bleach your hair, he says. <laughs> or he has another suggestion of what you could bleach. <laughs> he has other suggestions. We're going to skip Full that. of ideas. Thank you, Bad App. Good to see you back. Jonathan Harris says, Lydia, I like your idea. This is something that's somewhat new in our society on how to deal with people that you don't know, but they are harassing you online. This would probably solve problems we already have. Yeah, I agree. Like a simple course in how to tackle this. It's just not easy. It would also require you to be very disciplined with your behavior, like uh, a certain amount of emotional growth, like uh, yes. emotional maturity. maturity to do that. Yeah. I have a, like a couple of guys who like, they just can't stand me in, in like every time. Like, and, and I'm the most inoffensive social media person never i just post skating stuff and they still like oh, they come to like you're, you. you're awful you're this, you're that. You. and that doesn't bother me because like i've been skating for so long you that, that's something you have confidence on it's a mm -hmm. lot different than like holding your personal right. beliefs to the fire it's mm -hmm. because you know the truth about yourself yeah. this is what i encourage people to know i'm like you have to know whether what they're saying is true if it's not great if it is you already know it's something you can work on you don't need to worry about it yeah i had a friend who had for their career had some issues with like people harassing them online and had to file for like basically domestic violence protection in their state where like their address and stuff were all protected and one of the issues was like states aren't even used to online yeah. stalking like it's such a strange world it's out there too, because like yeah. there is a separation federal. and I, I i'm advancing it I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm advancing it a little bit because like it was it's not that people like should behave poorly online and say inappropriate things or like whatever but you know especially when the people are uh violating your privacy it right. becomes a serious issue and like i just think that like as a society we don't know what to do with it and i think your course is like a good idea it is very new excuse me i'm yawning having a coffee but it is very new and i feel like we don't know how to handle it the states don't know how to handle it individuals don't know how to handle it need some Need some concentration for sure. ZM Quad says, first live stream, first super Woo! chat. Glad it was here. Love the conversation. Love the show. Thank you. Thank you very, Thanks very for much. for joining us. Uh, Bad App says, Lulu was an app you can rate people. <gasps> Did it evolve into Lululemon? I don't know. I'm curious. <laughs> was it an app? When, when was this cool, Bad it's App? Like, uh, was this a Y2K app? Have Brangelina sure brought it back? Very, there was... Uh, there was um, there was a like a uh, there used to be an app in skating where you could post like this we're talking like before social media was a thing where you could like post skating pictures and then people would basically give you a thumbs up or a thumbs down <laughs> there you go uh i think that's called facebook right yeah, well no thumbs what, down that's on what it's called now yeah uh venerity trouble says these new young celebrities are almost forced to be activist mm. forced yeah. to be activism it's sad to see but it comes with the job now yeah Dude, like every article that i read now uh, about a celebrity and that's all I have like that's literally what I do all day it's it's they work activism into their pitch somewhere and I just don't buy that an industry full, is full of vapid and self-obsessed people as that they is believe they actually care they don't like care. I, I would even give like like say the Evan Rachel Wood uh with her becoming an activist for like they, that I almost bought that I buy more because if something traumatic did happen to you I can't speak to whether it actually did but at least there was like uh an inciting incident that brought it about, right. right? I don't buy that a bunch of 20-year-olds actually just woke up one day and are like, I want to change the planet. Nope. Like, no. When they made those, like, fake influencers when we did this article the other day, like, they're literally virtual people who are not real. Like, all of yep. them have some kind of activism tied to them oh. because right. that's what sells. Oh, so cringy. Caper2x says, Lydia is practicing for twins. Oh, I'm very efficient. There you go. That's the plan. Uh, Hobbit says, I have sympathy for many and empathy for few. Mm. That's something you guys agree with? Deep. 
Well, they're different things. Empathy is like where you're not feeling what they're feeling, but you can like have a sense of like what they're going through. Going through where sympathy is like you are also experiencing it in some way. I feel like I have more of more of I have a lot of empathy for people, but uh, in terms of like sympathy, like I have that too. Like, I mean, I like, it, I'm more likely to have sympathy with people who I have a personal connection yeah. with because I probably, you know, we share community and it's we're more connected. I. I would way rather have empathy for people. That is just the ability to understand and share the feelings of another person. You should have more empathy than sympathy. Sympathy is like, I feel bad for you. Yeah. But sympathy implies that you are also going through it. Like your connection to it. Whereas empathy well, right, is empathy. about like <laughs> thinking of putting yourself outside. in someone else's shoes. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jonathan Harris says Lulu was circa 2013, 2014. Uh, Dragon Stalin... 1001 Dragon's Talon Dragon's Talon That's much better Than what I said <laughs> Dragon's Stalin See I need Punctuation and spaces she And it's does. not your fault yeah. But this doesn't happen She's I got connect. I got uh, I got corrected The other day About International <laughs> Women's Day And Stalin And yeah, Lenin got and fact I, got, check. I got fact check uh, I think we should Give out fake information And see if people hard, No I'm just yeah, kidding yeah. I'm just hard kidding Hard fact check yeah. on that uh, yeah. Anyway I like Dragon Stalin <laughs> You're so Dragon Stallone just said, it's, it's Sylvester Stallone's <laughs> avatar Just sent in $20 I said for Hannah so oh, I appreciate it. Oh, thank, thank you for you. joining us. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, uh, and then I like someone else in the comment said, for Hannah. Who, uh, who, who is, is Hannah? Hannah? Well, it's, Hannah. It's an abbreviated version of my correct Hannah name. Blair. I was wondering if you were going to <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. Dragon Town also sent in $20 for Lydia. Thank you. That is my only name. Yeah. And... Uh, Dragon's Talons <laughs> Brett uh, uh, Sending $20 said Brett We want Mo T-Rex Cowbell Nice Yeah Your, your T-Rex <laughs> when is I'm, the best when I'm, when I'm quoting people It becomes a T-Rex <laughs> I love uh, that so much. Okay, so <laughs> um, thank you, Dragon's Talon. Uh, so uh, basically, the idea here is that being a celebrity with social media just feels like an awful, an awful it way to live. It, it feels so hollow. It, it does. It does. So yeah. All right, we're going to move on. And this was the one that I had a, a lot to say on initially, but it's kind of um, it's not political. But I, I do want to talk about the Daily Wire and how it connects to what's happening over at the CW. So here's the first part of it. It says, the Daily Wire hires former Disney execs as CMO. That's chief marketing, marketing officer. Yeah. Uh, so basically they hired uh, a gentleman named uh, Eric Caballero, mm -hmm. who was a, a big time executive over at Disney. And uh, what we're seeing right now between this and the story with the CW is that we are seeing the collapse of mainstream uh, old guard media in the rise of a newer form of media, which in this case would be more, uh, would the term be isolated because it's so uh, related to one belief system, if you will, with, yeah. the, with, with the Daily Wire. But the point is, is that there's money to be made in new media if you have a pitch, if you have a... <laughs> Oh, wow. Nice. Woo, so it says the you. Daily Wire, uh, the conservative media outlet founded by Ben Shapiro, has hired a Disney veteran to help grow its uh, subscription streaming service. They have 890,000 paying members as of 
I'm so distracted June. by the lights. I apologize. She loves the lights. <laughs> uh, 890,000, and I'm sure that's well over 900,000 now yeah. if, we're, if we're into August. So the company has tapped Eric Caballero as its new CMO overseeing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Brett is such a cosmic professional. He's like, I'm going to talk through it. I and I'm like, what okay, is like, happening? I try. I try. <laughs> the, the company has tapped uh, Eric Caballero as the new CMO overseeing all marketing for the company. Uh, particularly as it continues to invest in the entertainment business, arguing that legacy media companies like Disney have abandoned their family-friendly roots. Would you guys agree with that? 100%. And okay. I think this is written in a very balanced way. Uh, I was actually like almost shocked by how... There's actually another one about their other hire that's far less... Um, Balanced. Uh, balanced. So it says, uh, Caballero most recently worked as VP in Disney's media and entertainment distribution group. Uh, we also know that the Daily Wire just pledged $100 million to invest in children's entertainment. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm curious. They phrase it as most recently. Are, are they implying that there's some kind of gap in between? That's like he what I was left wondering. Disney? I tried to research it a little bit before we started, and I couldn't find a clear answer yeah. if he had actually left Disney. on Because I think Daily Wire fans... Hopefully this is a great thing for them. I can understand if Daily Wire fans were like, hey, we thought we were trying to get away from Disney. Or why are you hiring out from their neighborhood? Yeah. This seems like a, uh, a bad pick. We use someone from their bench who was involved in promoting stuff that doesn't fit our ideology that you have pledged to not do. I would be curious to hear, you know, had he stepped away during that time intentionally. The, well, the idea here is that at a certain level, there's only so many people with experience working on at that level of a corporation, That's right? True. Uh, yeah. and, and with the, the tone of the world the way it is now, they're offering people who may have worked for and let's face it a lot of people that work for these companies feel imprisoned by yeah, the politics of those companies unusual. i don't care about the politics yeah. i care about the fact that there's alternatives in media well in choices and i think that there are a lot of people who feel that way but no like if you are working in media at this level like disney is one of the places to be right yep. it's like a pinnacle for career they have the money they have the resources and daily wire is actually building an outlet for people who are talented professionals to exactly. leave to work for companies because i understand like don't work for companies that don't represent your beliefs but on the other hand like if there's no alternative what are you saying like That's don't saying. work in your industry providing alternative mm -hmm. options so you don't feel so alone not just right. for the right. consumer though like we've I, i've made the joke before like it was like like where do you go like we work for for tim cast like where do you go from it's like well it's prager you or or, or Turning Point USA or something like that. Obviously, I don't think that's I'm going to become a housewife. There, there you go. That works. Well, I don't have that. Well, I mean, I could be a house husband. Yeah, you could be a house husband. There's anybody yeah. out there. Equality, any am I right? Out there. Thank you, feminism. So, yeah. says, uh, among other projects, Caballero will lead marketing for the Daily Wire Plus, the company's streaming platform. Again, nine, basically 900,000 paying subscribers. While it includes politically focused content from the Daily Wire, as well as some other conservative programming, the company is moving further into entertainment. We have Terror on the Prairie, the Hyperion's, uh, sh uh, shut in. There was a uh, run hide fight. Was one that they licensed out. Uh, the committing a hundred million dollars to produce kids and family fair and expanding into original movies, including Gina Carano's lead offering Tear on the Prairie. Earlier this month, they hired Chris Sonnenberg, uh, the showrunner on Disney's Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure, to serve as VP of Animation. That's great. Yeah, they're they're That's pulling cool. from all these industries. So you have to believe that, like in that industry. You're like we were talking earlier. You're forced to be an activist, right? So, like a lot of the people that stay silent, and the executives have a, probably have an easier time staying silent than celebrities because they're not expected to have their hot takes because they're not front-facing members of these companies. Right. The and financially, I'm guessing you're going to find more naturally conservative people anyway. Yeah, in, for sure. in finance, for sure. right? Yeah. I, what I was going to say is, I think that when for a long time. 
there were people who weren't overtly political in their own lives right they have their own ideology yeah. they may not agree with things but there's the feeling that once you leave your professional career for something that is adjacent to politics even if it's just like you're not working for a senator but you're working for a political industry in some way that there's no turning back you can't go back you can't to go back not, to disney and but the thing is so people felt like standard media working for big companies wasn't a political move but as we know and as it's become more apparent especially over the last decade like these companies are completely political so you're actually already involved in politics <laughs> and like i said before there's just not an alternative uh, value system that has a big enough company to support someone who's operating at that level. Yeah, basically, um, Dis you can work at Disney and be, uh, it's an entertainment company that's political, or you can work at the Daily Wire, which is a political company that is that is also an entertainment, entertainment company. Yeah. So, but you're only branded one way. Yeah, but I think for a long time, people thought working at Disney or working, so working outside of politics would allow them to operate without politics and I unfortunately and I do yeah I completely regret this like that's not the reality politics is really pushed down every every aspect of culture yeah. again under this activism paintbrush so yeah. here's this quote from I believe this is a quote from Sonnenberg it says I studied Disney's tradition of customer obsession uh, of multi-generational franchise building and of broadening Hollywood's best talent said Cab oh so this is from Caballero oh, okay. in a statement the Daily Wire is building on this blueprint successfully enough that storytellers and media executives are taking notice and signing on so the idea here That's is you great. take you take their business model mm -hmm. and you work to improve upon it through the lens of your own values now the reason why I think that's important is because I also have this story next star which is the the country's largest uh, owner of uh, like local television stations just bought the CW which is the wokest of the woke stations when it comes to programming for zero dollars Wow! they bought it but they basically agreed to take on their debt a oh. hundred wow. million dollars Woo. in debt they took Holy on crap. also like go go woke get broke right a hundred million dollars <laughs> in debt here team and uh, this, my point was the reason why i tied these stories together i'm like so let me get this straight the cw which is producing what's supposedly they had ip that they were licensing out from warner brothers meaning that they're using batgirl they're using the flash they're using arrow they're using legends of tomorrow all of these famous uh ip related characters and they're a hundred million dollars in debt but the daily wire which is Ben Shapiro and, and a bunch of conservatives just pledged a hundred million dollars to create content. We are seeing in a way like I, I've avoided stuff like this before because the idea of this show is not to be political. But now these realms, at least in relation to media companies, are congealing and becoming like one, right? Like it's all becoming one together. So uh, basically, seventy-five percent. They bought seventy-five percent stake. Nextstar did in the CW. Well, <laughs> uh, Paramount Global, which is like uh, Paramount Plus, keeps twelve point five percent, and Warner Brothers keeps twelve point five percent. Continue going forward so that they can license out their shows. They made their money basically by making their shows as cheaply as possible yeah, and licensing terrible. out the shows to like Netflix mm, so to make bad. their money. So the idea here is uh, they're keeping Mark Pedowitz in charge of the CW, and Nextstar says that they're going to make it profitable by 2025. To which I say, uh, good luck. Like uh, they they're like they axed Batgirl or Batwoman. They axed Naomi. They axed all of the uh, the Flash is getting its last season next year. All of these shows, which uh, I have an extreme soft spot for the original three seasons of Arrow in season five and the first two seasons of the Flash. And they got so bad that they got these, they're getting like 400,000 views an episode. Tim gets that on like an episode of oh, IRL yeah. mm -hmm. with like none of the over overhead yeah, of like zero overhead. an episode of TV costs like eight to $10 million to make. 
Like Seems imagine, uh, imagine doing that for four hundred thousand viewers live in like what maybe double that in uh, in DVR or like online streaming. Uh, so it's like, oh, are we just seeing like the the cr traditional collapse of mainstream network? You know, like core, like still corded media, right? So people have cut the cord who use a, a daily wire to watch their entertainment because it falls in line with their values. Are also probably using Netflix and mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, it's just insane. We have to contrast from like the days of TV back back in the olden days when there were like five channels, right? And so you didn't really have that many options. Whereas like we the industry grew so rapidly that you at one point like had i remember going to a friend's house who had cable and it'd be like channel 500 like it's too much no one can consume that much content and then it got expensive and then uh streaming well, became an alternative again. platform and then streaming had a ton of original content and so now it becomes this thing where like you look at yourself and think do i actually need to be subscribed to everything no. at what point do i realize like i don't watch uh for political or ideological or just because you don't have the time and nothing appeals to you, I don't watch every single one of these platforms, so I don't need them. Uh, I think it's an interesting way to splinter the audience more than ever, and I think we'll never... In some ways, I see it kind of reverting back to everyone having their own individual TV with five channels. Uh, also, I, yeah, except for it'll be the five you choose to have, right? Yeah, exactly. Five back, yeah. I also want to point out something really funny. If you, if you think about shows that are as, like, super woke, and again, you, you guys know how much I hate that term, but I don't know what else to use for that term, as uh, Batgirl, or, uh, as Batwoman, as, the, as Supergirl certainly grew to be, what do you think the average age range is for somebody to watch something like that? You'd imagine that it would be like your your typical Zoomer generation. Yeah, yeah. The average age of a CW viewer is fifty eight years old. What? <laughs> Which do they have something else that's, that's like Nancy Drew, The Vampire Diaries? All of these are or, designed are for saying, twenty year olds, what, but being watched by sixty year olds. Are, see, sometimes I wonder how that's calculated. Uh, just just hear me out because like. If you're 16, you're probably not paying for your own cable bill. Yeah. I mean, most people aren't. So, like, is it well, coming up as, Neil like... If it's Nielsen, then they do surveys. Right. Um, I don't know. Then they, of course, then the 16-year-old then the would have to Although I do know a lot of people phone. who, like, are on Twitter, like, did you see what happened on this episode of whatever, who get, yeah. like, weirdly obsessed with teen shows? Yeah. yeah. And it's not like, they're not for teens anymore. They're for adults who like to watch. Like, YA it's books... Creepier. YA books yeah. are now made for adults who grew up reading it's YA and well yeah they consider YA a genre not just something for young adults but it's its own genre mm. that they even though they're no longer young adults enjoy reading and that translates yeah. into the media Ugh. so uh <laughs> it is it is funny to me because I like you would watch these channels and it's just it's so politically so like I was like where did those viewers come from anyways? Because it's not like a bunch of people like Mary's age are watching network television on a regular oh, basis. If not. Mary was here, I highly doubt she would be like, yes, I, I sit down and watch regular TV all the time. There was I'm a sure survey done, not. I think almost five years ago at this point, that was to ask like how, uh, if it asked like teenagers and young adults, if you had to give up one social media platform, which one would you be unwilling to give up? Instagram. And no, no, YouTube. Tons of. Oh, them, they consider YouTube. Yeah. Okay, they, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about YouTube. People don't always count consider. It a I do not media consider platform, it a social media platform. But in some surveys, it is included, and because it produces so much content, like I bet there are teenagers who absolutely would never sit down and turn on the TV. But you know what they would turn on? Eighty-seven vlogs or you know yeah. whatever like they're interested in on YouTube. In some ways, like YouTube was the leader in the streaming platform realm because it was much more customizable content. You could search for what you wanted to it's see. It's like saying is a taco 
is is a taco a, a sandwich? No, 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 controversial. no, no. no but people feel like it is because it is so factored into again influencer marketing. Uh, and, the, and the funny thing is the other sh- when I think about it more like the shows like Supernatural did very very well but like we have people like, like Sarah here who love that show who's yeah. younger uh, like people love that show but also like they're ma- they made like a Walker Texas Ranger reboot that's great like like <laughs> no but like I don't buy that like is the goal there to like put hot young people in it so that supposedly young, younger people will watch but only somebody like with an AARP card is going to know what the hell Walker Texas Ranger is right. anyways. Is so, Walker Texas Ranger still a white man in this movie? Yeah, actually it is. Wow. Interesting. Uh, it was one of the dudes from Supernatural who ended up playing him. Like, oh, you know, fascinating. So. Uh, all right. Let's, let's do Super Chats. Uh, Jonathan Harris was what I think is one of the best Super Chats of the day. Uh, my name is Ben Shapiro, and you're watching Daily Wire, followed by Ben Shapiro right of the Daily Wire logo at the bottom corner while a catchy theme song plays. Uh, also, uh, imagine for a second that, yes. Yeah. I think that would be the funniest thing in the whole world if he doesn't do this as a promo for Daily that. Wire Plus. One, one of the, awesome. my favorite thing is I, I don't watch Ben Shapiro for his political content. I like his movie takes because they're, like, so different than mine. Like, I, I like political commentators' takes on movies because you can tell that, that their, their takes on movies are based around the fact that they consume politics all day long, so it colors their review, and I can always appreciate that. Yeah. Cape2X says, uh, I think Calbera left Disney. Caballero. Caballero. Can't can't pronounce anything, guys. Uh, <laughs> left Disney for his beliefs. Given what he said in that statement, I'm... I'm I looked it up. There's no news articles about that's it. That's what I know. Yeah. Did he just get, like, poached from Disney, which would also be interesting, but it would also give this, like... It would give a little bit of credibility to fears that, like, he is going to bring some of the Disney culture with him I'm in curious. not a positive way. He must or, have wanted to go over somewhere like that. Or yeah. they offer, like, the idea is that, like, at, at the executive level, I don't know how much a lot of them care about he about politics. They care about money. making I money. So I disagree. He, I think so? a lot of them care about politics, and it's just divided on where they, they like, who cares about what, right? Mm, okay. Maybe. Like, I, Bob Chapek, who's the CEO right now. Chapek. Uh... I went to college with his daughter. Really? Yep. Uh, so it's Chipek. They call him Chipek because he's cheap. Oh, yeah. Mm. I see. <laughs> uh, but anyways, he he wouldn't... Why would you push the ideology unless you believed in it, number one, and also were in a bubble of people who also told you you believed in it? Well, he originally said that they were going to focus on uh, on like making good product, and then he like backtracked immediately right. because the, they came for him. But yeah, like yeah. it's Disney. That's Bob Iger. Bob Iger turned Disney into a political movement because Ugh. he wanted to run for president. Yeah. 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 Iger sucks. Yeah. Uh, Tony R says, I'm Salvadorian slash Mexican. I can't stand Disney. I'm 100% in support of the Daily Wire and use my leftist tears mugs every morning. Nice. It's funny too because like I'm like I don't consider myself a conservative in, at any stretch of the imagination and uh, it's just like the disaffected liberal take on it. Like I don't want, like I try to make this as not about politics. I want this to be about is there money to be made in expanding yeah. markets away from one market share to another? Well, we used to hear about like the shrinking middle class, which is real, yeah. but it's also like the shrinking moderate class or really yeah. the disappearing moderate class because you're there, but you're being forced to pick sides. And that's Center unfortunate. cannot hold. And people are like, I don't want to pick sides. I just want good entertainment. This yeah. super chat also makes me think, when are we getting pop culture crisis merch? There you go. Oh, that's a great that's question. A, that's a very good question. Oh. Jessica, are you here? Can you hear me? Go. I'm sure she can. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> Dizwiz says, I hope DW makes Rippa's Isorn TV series and do well. Oh, um, Isan. Rippa, yeah. He, uh, he has a comic book. That's the one that made like, it's like three. It's like $3.5 million now yeah, uh, that he, he built the infrastructure for the comic himself. Uh, PayPal tried to take him down. Um, he, yeah, he basically funded his own comic and got like it's like over fifty thousand backers or something like that. Yeah. And so it's already done and made three point five million dollars on his own. Wild. Um, and it would be great to see that turned in. But he's like, I also think he's like a purist. Like a lot of them, they don't like the people who I've found that are like really succeeding in comic book crowdfunding almost eschew the notion of these things as other forms of media because they believe that that form of media is enough. It doesn't need to be a movie or a TV series. Mm -hmm. It's the, the art, the, the medium of comic art is beautiful as is and does not need to necessarily be translated into other mediums. Yeah. Jonathan Harris says, leave my teenage drama shows on the CW alone. No. Hey, I love that. Like, okay. Are you I love, you 58? I love that stuff back in the day before the shows got horrible. I still have a super soft spot for all of the boomer cop shows that before 20, at least before 2017, when TV got awful, the moment I heard somebody mention alt-right crap in an episode of, uh, of like Hawaii Five-0, I just, I, I checked out for good. Yeah. There's also like, you know that the, the writing has gone down the drain when like, there's a character on like one of the NCIS, NCISs that's like a woman, her dad was like a, a Navy, like a, a military sniper, grew up as a total tomboy. And the whole show, she's, portrayed in that way right like mm -hmm. she's a she's clearly hung like grown up with men she's one of the guys but she's not a guy and then in like season nine somehow she mentions like man spreading mm. and i'm like so the writer has no clue who this character is and it's just my yeah. brain turns it off now yeah i i had an excellent point i think but maybe it's gone now i forgot <laughs> what i was totally what i was gonna say um i think that what do i think brett you're making some excellent points that I now cannot think of. Okay, anyways. I'll come back to uh, you. I doubt it. My brain is like, <laughs> yeah, like a leaky faucet. <laughs> uh, Hobbit says, Empathy is sharing and understanding other people's feelings. Sympathy is sorrow for another, similar to pity. Right. There are m many, many I feel sorrow for the, uh, those trapped in the culture, but I don't share their feelings. Mm. That's interesting because I, I tend to be more empathetic to what they're feeling, but right. maybe just don't necessarily feel myself. Yeah. Uh, Tacti Platy says, yo, I'm your age, Brett, and I enjoyed TVD when the aired. Va the Vampire Diaries. I oh, I knew. Now I remember what I was going to okay. say. Okay. <laughs> I told you. I think. Thank you. I appreciate your support. <laughs> uh, I appreciate, like, that. I think people want, like, you know, the drama and the interpersonal and the love and whatever else. The thing is, because our culture is taught that, like, you go to college away from home and then you move to a city away from your home, that people who know you well you you are meeting a lot of new people in your 20s so friends was a big deal because it was people in their mid 20s into their 30s who all spent time together and were a community and the other time that we see that replicated is typically in high school which is why i think writers have a hard time replicating the same kind of drama or whatever outside of the trope of like it's high schoolers who are yeah. up to things uh so like because because that's when people are together and they don't yeah. have jobs and they don't have other things going on uh, i think you could probably get another you could get the same feeling or like energy or like drama uh if they had a, a plausible way to get people who are regularly seeing each other together i'm gonna go watch one tree hill when this is done oh my gosh <laughs> chad Fine. michael murray All how right. much do you love chad michael murray like uh, on a scale of one to ten he's a he's a conservative a pretty conservative dude if i remember correctly too um 
Vern, uh, Vernerdy trouble. I cannot do this job. Mary, come back. <laughs> you're gonna, uh, she's going to come back, and you're like, Mary, I totally underestimated you. Yeah. I never <laughs> underestimated it. It's just I. This is not. What I you didn't thought think the issue this would be. I don't know what I thought the issue would be. <laughs> yeah. I tried to go in without thinking about it too much because yeah. I would have panicked. Uh, Warner Bros keeps making bad investments. Twelve percent in CW. Well, they they already had the twelve point five percent. They just haven't divested themselves from that investment. And I think that they see it as a way to push out like lower tier shows that don't necessarily want to make it to HBO Max, right? So Superman and Lois, which actually is quality enough to be on HBO Max was pushed out to both, right? So that started out on HBO Max and the CW. And now I think it's just on the CW. And then as soon as the season ends, it goes to, to HBO Max. Hmm. But like Superman and Lois is freaking great. And they just had to recast like the guy who plays uh, one of the Kent brothers because he like left at the end of this year. He's so. like, bye. Yeah. Uh, Jose Cuervo says... Uh, drown me in some PCC what? merch, please. Let's go yes. with we like several O's. I, I would need to. Be, I, I'm, I'm seeing. We're getting live updates from Jessica, our our wonderful artist. I'm seeing them in our uh, in our chat about this. <laughs> so awesome. I can't read them, Jessica, but I'm sure they're excellent. <laughs> Uh, Nessa Ludden says it's uh, it's upsetting in regards to seeing how the downfall of shows slash movies on Disney and CW Disney Brink slash Xenon slash Johnny Tsunami CW Roswell slash Superman and Lois slash Gilmore Girls much more family oriented well yeah I mean even like uh, oh, the original she mentioned Gilmore Girls she invoked Gilmore Girls <laughs> uh, and, and uh, Vanessa is a friend of mine so she she's uh, she understands we should make her are, come on the these show these are the impressive things about these series uh, Superman and Lois I imagine will keep going they also like I said they pulled Superman and Lois out of the Arrowverse meaning that it's no longer connected to the Flash to Arrow to any of those shows because it's actually good and they're like we don't want to be connected to the garbage that is the mm. rest of this uh, uh, kind of downfall right They're now. They're like disowning their own family. Yeah, basically. Uh, I never watched Roswell. Well, okay. Or the new one. I watched Gilmore Girls. Like, that was pretty much the only thing I watched for most of my life because I'm a creature of habit. And it's set, uh, it set, there's like a connection to where I grew up in it. But uh, Gilmore Girls yeah. was a really interesting show. And I think it aged well because as you're an adult, you can get a more nuanced character interest in the characters. And in fact, you can like come to be like, man, you guys have a lot of flaws. It's also written in a really interesting way. The scripts are longer. I will stop talking about Gilmore Girls after this. No. But the <laughs> revival, which came out on Netflix, was Roswell. bad. The Gilmore Girls yeah. revival? That's not Roswell. No, I'm saying the Gilmore Girls revival is bad? Yeah. yeah. It's really, really bad. And in part because I think Amy Sherman Palladino, who didn't write the last season of Gilmore Girls because of contract disputes, she came back and wrote Gilmore Girls. And I think she probably pours a lot of herself into her work and there was bitterness there. And so yeah. the characters came out even more bitter than you would have imagined. And times change, sensibilities change. It was it, bad. It I mean, would be like trying to recreate Seventh Heaven today. Could well, you people trying like to make Seventh Heaven today? wanted these women to come back and be like super cool, fun, like they were, but like they have made choices in their life that leave them bitter and I blame feminism uh, Bad App says I'm making a PCC design for you sassy gay boys we'll, we'll have to <laughs> see that on the Z. Yeah. Uh, let's see is that my last one Caper2x says yeah. like Gibbs he was a marine sniper Brett you are correct oh. and I, I also believe that the uh, the first several seasons of NCIS Los Angeles was uh, very very good but uh, the original actually has 10 very very good seasons yeah. uh, of television that I would uh, uh, 
very very did very very well in like their two and three part episodes. I uh, love writing NCIS. far writing far above what was on network television. Do you think they could time. make NCIS today? No, uh, I mean it's still on the air. It's in season nineteen, Gibbs really? is gone. But that's wow. what I mean. Like, do you think they could make the early seasons the best mm. part of NCIS again? They could never remake those. No. There's too much like rah rah patriotism. I know, like, and like they're like, yeah, like, ladies, what are you doing here? Oh, Dinozo is an absolute creep. In, <laughs> I know in the it's early crazy. Like, my favorite, like, there's a. I, I wanted to do a segment on this show where I read like really awful reviews, right? And there's this episode early on where Dinozo like uh, uh, makes out with like uh, a trans woman, and, and but this was in like season two, mm-hmm. which means that. The, the language is so, so not, not okay. politically correct. And the <laughs> reviews on it honestly bring me so much joy because it's like all of them are written in current year. And then if you go back and you look at the reviews from around that time, they're actually still very they still condemn it, but they do it in so much more of a palatable way because it, they understood that this was just television. Yeah. Uh, and people weren't so gung ho about being offended. Yeah. So. Waffle Sensei says when the flash ends on CW, that network will be irredeemable. Uh, I I don't know. I've never seen the flash. I've never. I've only seen seasons one, two, three, and then you know scenes. Otherwise, I will say that the the original reveal of Eobard Thawne when Tom Cavanaugh played him in his first season when he reveals himself to Cisco is one of the most incredible scenes of television that I've ever seen, uh, and proof that the the actor who played. Uh, that played him. He's a stage actor before. He's like, he's like crying out over this. The scene itself is absolutely ridiculous, but the actor pulls an emotion through it in a way that makes no sense. Like you actually is where you actually understand where, why actors get paid what they do mm-hmm. because the, the concept of the show, it's a superhero show. It's ridiculous. And they're pulling real emotion out of it. Uh, it's absolutely incredible. So, Jonathan Harris says, slightly off topic, but it appears that there seems to be a high interest of anime uh, in an anime channel. What are the odds that we could get one? Uh, we would have to hire people that watch anime. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> I, it. Not I am not. It. We have a couple mm-hmm. people on staff who do. Yes, but, uh, uh, and a video game channel is another one that people really, really great. want. Um, yeah. Like I am like, I will watch that, watch stuff sometimes if other people are watching it. But I can't say that it's really like where my interest has been has been capped recently. Most of the stuff that I watch is either stuff we review or old stuff. So. Okay. Yes, thank you. But I, I, I still think that they're leaving money on the table by not doing a video game channel because a video. Game I think we can do. only do so many things at once, right? That and hopefully, as we grow, we can expand the channels. All right, uh, Lydia, you really wanted to talk about this one. You're, uh, we're I in Podluck do. now, ladies and gentlemen. It's we are in Podluck. Time. So we're going to talk about Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered mod replacing LGBT uh, pride flags with American flags gets banned by Nexus mod. Okay, I have a lot of thoughts about this. First of all, there was a tweet about it that is now apparently private. Which was hilarious. The the tweet was hilarious. The tweet was hilarious. So somebody with fewer than 400 followers made a tweet about this, and it went uber viral. And I I went and I commented on it, because I don't care how many followers you have. If you've gone viral, you've you've taken the gamble, and you're now in the fray, and you're going to get... You're uh, going to get some criticism. And I can't pull that tweet up, unfortunately. It's gone. It's, it's, yeah. it's, he's been... The tweeter was saying that this was highly homophobic. And I was like, how does it make you feel to have absolutely nothing real to fight for anymore? Yeah. When you're talking about a mod of a video game that removes a pride flag and replaces them with the American flag, you have nothing left to fight for. Well, let's so, be fair. 
It was absolutely done on purpose. Whoever did this so? absolutely did. I, no, I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong with it. I, I, I think it's hilarious, too, because like somebody had to take the time to go do that. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Everyone should be allowed to do exactly whatever no. they want. If you're going to make I, a But banning the person thing. was bull. I agree. Yes. That's what I'm Wait, getting so to. How did this pride flag get in the game in the first place? The designers the were the like, this sounds in. like a good idea. Right. Yeah. It's June, whatever. Yeah, the, 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 somebody's like, somebody removed all the pride flags. And said, no, they just portrayed it's what July the game would look 1st. like on July Yeah, yeah exactly. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't last forever. And you don't get this really huge push, thankfully not yet, except for a month during the year. So it's not in any way homophobic. Maybe someone was like, I'm going to put an American flag here instead. I'm going I'm to read this. It says, in 2020, ahead of the U.S. presidential election, Nexus Mods announced that they would invoke an outright ban on mods relating to sociopolitical issues in the United States, citing that a, spa- a spate, uh, a spat of uh, provocative and troll mods being uploaded based around current sociopolitical issues in the United States, featuring low-quality mods expressing polarizing views. I would be okay with that if you actually enforced it evenly. No, they didn't enforce it evenly. But you don't. They like, never enforce it evenly. Uh, a, a small but vocal contingent of our users are seemingly not intelligent or grown up enough to be able to debate the issues without resorting to name-calling and baseless accusations without proof, indicative of the wider issue plaguing our world at this time. I would say both sides are always guilty of that. That's uh, true, but re- insulting your users is not a good way to go. Resulting in Nexus Mods deciding to wipe our hands clean of this mess. Brilliant. In earlier news, Insomniac Games did not react well uh, to head of PlayStation Jim Ryan telling staff to respect differences of opinion and that PlayStation and its communities are multifaceted and diverse, holding many different points He's of view. correct. Well, they bent the knee hard on that one, if I remember correctly. Of course they uh, did. Along with a $50,000 donation to the Women's Reproductive Rights Assistant Project. Ooh, rap. Rap. Uh, Insomniac Games sent a near 60-page document filled I'm with employee issues to PlayStation leadership <laughs> and Ryan. It's like a leftist meme at this point. Uh, they, they, uh, yes. Uh, see, I remember uh, one thing later. that I want to see come back. It's a little bit off topic, but you remember when it used to be like cool to write TLDR, but now Too everyone writes like 9,000 paragraph essays for everything. We need to bring back the cool factor of like, I'm just not reading that. You no, know, no, that's the thing. It's either congratulations or I'm sorry. Either way, I'm not reading that. Yeah. So we, we also uh, probably be severely restricted from doing important public facing work in the future. Price decried. It's worth pointing out that insomniac games, including a black lives matter mural and Spider-Man miles Morales as a side quest reward. When I say that's a sociopolitical statement, whether you like to admit right. it or not, it totally. is. Uh, so, so what do you think? Do you, do you think that this was uh, a, a problem? Lydia? I think this was a problem. I think they've let it grow and I think that they haven't handled it. Well, if they had, gone into it with like a consistent idea that no one should be making any kind of political stances at all and if they'd understood that the pride flag is a political flag they could have said okay we're not having any no pride flag no american flag, you wouldn't no consider flags. the american flag being done in this context to be political i don't know if it is that that could I just be tell that could just be telling you where this is taking place brett yeah. It could be a location-dependent thing. It's not necessarily political. I think it, I, I, it could be, but I think it was done intentionally, and I, and I think it was done as a political statement. You think they were trying to be patriotic? I do. I don't. Uh, I, I think that it was being done <laughs> intentionally. When's the last time a big company like that tried to be patriotic? I know, right? Yeah, uh, it's, uh, but But the point is, is I think the person who modded it did it as a political statement. Sure, I, that's I, fine. I don't think that it was like... To say that he just happened to pick the American flag to replace it with seems naive to me. 
Well, I want to know why the rainbow flag was there at all if we're not having political statements. Uh, well, I don't know if that, they're saying they don't want political statements in the mods, not necessarily changing what's already in the game. Why is it in the game? If you're going to make a political statement and you're going to say mods can't alter it in a political way, then your game itself should not be political at all. The uh, uh, whether it's uh, I don't know if that was based on real flags that are actually there in the real world. Maybe in, yeah, in, I don't in know aspects of New York City. Uh, I do know that that is a very common. They could thing just put like see. a New York City flag up. If they want like a yeah, neutral or New York. See flag, that yeah. might have been less. State flag. It yeah. might have been less political to put. And it's odd to say that to that it would have been less political to just put a New York State flag there rather than uh, an American flag because of the disparate views that seem to come from. Remember, it's when, also but it's less recognizable if you have international players. Yeah. Like they're not going to always know what our state flag. Well, maybe are. that would be the best thing for it. Maybe they should move Spider-Man to Texas and then put a Texas there state flag go, out. Yeah. Uh, so so it, it is sadly uh, semi-political, but it, it is... Uh, the the guy put the... It, it was interesting to me that the guy's tweet basically said, this is homophobic to, to put yeah. an American flag there. Incorrect. So... All right, uh, I want to talk about Amber Heard very quickly. Yeah, Amber Heard supporters so take, with her. take aim at big brands that mocked her during trial. So, um, basically, uh, they're mad at like uh, Starbucks because uh, makeup she, company. Yeah, and, yeah. And, the, and the makeup company. The makeup company, the makeup didn't, company do, didn't mock her. They were like, "We did not release that product. This Please is do not, not correct. We did not want to be involved in this." Right. It says uh, their supporters uh, are this week expressing their disgust. All fifteen of those supporters yeah, are right, expressing honestly. their disgust at the companies who mocked the act. And I, I say that as somebody who's not a supporter of Johnny Depp or Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. Starbucks. He's Milani. a Heard fan. Don't let him lie to you. <laughs> Maybe I am. Uh, Starbucks, Milani Cosmetics, Etsy have been named in a viral thread that calls out brands and companies for making light of Amber Heard in the blockbuster defamation trial that saw her detail severe allegations of abuse against her ex-husband. There's also a funny paragraph. Okay, so it says, Depp also leveled allegations of abuse against Heard in turn, and the jury largely sided with the Pirates of the Caribbean star in May and awarded the actor $10 million in compensatory damages as well as $5 million in punitive damages. As we know, that was lowered for... Uh, uh, because of state law. Uh, in the months following the trial, more than 6,000 pages of documents were unsealed that do not present Depp in a favorable light, according to experts. I love according to experts. I no longer, the media has ruined it to the point where like experts means nothing anymore, especially if it's unnamed experts. These revelation, revelations have prompted a number of herd supporters to point out ways in which they feel the star was wrong during trial. Now a new viral thread has shown a, a light, shone a light on brands and companies that took part in mocking the actress during trial. Uh, so then they go down here and it says uh, they talk about basically Milani Cosmetics, a makeup brand made by, made a TikTok made by a TikTok user video suggesting Amber Heard is a liar after its product was used as a prop in the trial. Also, if you remember, um, Starbucks had the cups. Right. Where it's like if you believe Johnny But that Depp. sounds like that was individual Starbucks that yeah, did that. And Starbucks the then said like when it gets reported, we tell them to take it down. Yeah. Uh, because we hate fun. Yeah, 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 basically, exactly. that nobody, you're not allowed to. Just trying to, have. to be above board makes sense. Also, like let your workers make tips, Starbucks. Yeah, that's fair let too. Let them live their lives. <laughs> live their lives, literally. Yeah. The the controversy sparked fierce debate on social media earlier this year as various videos posting online showed two competing tip jars. There there was also a funny paragraph. It might have been in in a different one. It says okay, so uh, the thread also pointed out how Etsy sellers using the trial to create themed souvenirs, mostly in support of Depp, uh, in what has been a burgeoning, thriving cottage industry on the create on the craft seller platform. Well, that's the free market at work, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Yeah. Dozens of Etsy shops are exploiting a dem- okay. This is the part that I okay. Dozens of Etsy shops are exploiting a domestic violence. Sur- Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. 
gosh. Dozens of Etsy shops are supporting uh, are exploiting a domestic violence survivor for profit. They they're using pictures of her from crying. I like how they're pointing out that he won the tr- how he won the trial, but she's the domestic violence survivor. Right. I I, I phrase that horribly, oh. but basically they're pointing out that they're calling her the survivor, but he's the one who won the trial. He won the defamation, defamation trial. trial. Which is supposed to insinuate that there he, that he was not defamed, a domestic yeah, violence. Yeah, she yes. defamed him by saying that he's uh, yes. used her. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it, it is all ridiculous and stupid. Uh, but it is kind of a throwback to June. Like I'm getting early summer vibes talking about this again. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Uh, did you guys see any of these in the wild? Did you see a Depp tip cup anywhere? I didn't. I you definitely saw sure stuff on the internet. I don't know that I spent enough time in the wild, to be honest. <laughs> We're um, more on the internet than we are on, you know, out in the wild. Yeah. Also, there was this thing where it's an Amber Heard research job ad <laughs> shocks supporters. So basically, somebody put an ad for like a YouTube channel that they were looking for a researcher oh, yeah. for Johnny Depp News. He is his own industry now. I had the same reaction when news sites started putting like climate change things on the top of their website. Like that's its own category now. I, now I'm picturing a, a YouTube channel and they've got like news, video, and then just Johnny Depp. So uh, it says looking for a title researcher for Johnny Depp news. So what if Johnny Depp just started his own news channel? That'd be pretty cool. That'd be great. Yeah, it's but just news about him. enough to say? It's just news about him. Uh, so uh, do you guys think that th- that's a good idea to, to hire somebody to do your research? And do you think that they could be balanced? I think this is actually more normal for YouTube than people realize. Like yeah. people hire researchers for when they make those long videos. Yeah. Um, the thing is, if you're listening as a clearly anti Amber Heard researcher, like, are you going to get? You're you're kind of coloring what you're looking for, right? You're not necessarily getting yeah, non-biased exactly. information. That's the objection I have to it. Also, and, and before we go, before we finish up, I want to point out uh, this is a hilarious. Um, if you think we're not balanced, this is a huge uh, conservative L. <laughs> Typical neocon L. Breaking Bad, Cranston Paul statues spur GOP outri- outrage, glorifying mm-hmm. meth makers because you are just not allowed to have fun in the Boring. world anymore. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul are forever enshrined in bronze in the city of Albuquerque, something conservatives there are up in arms about, oh, no. claiming that statues glorify meth. Oh, boy. Last month, Mayor uh, Mayor Tim Keller unveiled two (laughs) statues to honor the Breaking Bad stars now on display in the Albuquerque Convention Center after a ceremony where uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul were actually on hand to pose with their metal counterparts. Did they film Breaking Bad in New Mexico? Yes. Or uh, I believe it took, uh, I don't know if it was filmed there. I believe it took, I believe it was I know it's there. set there, but did yeah. they film it I believe it, there? it was filmed there. So it was, uh, it was kitschy and fun, uh, that it, and it seemed fairly innocent as a shout out to the actors and, and the show for putting a spotlight on their city and state. But now some Republicans in the state are fuming over the, uh, over the honor. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, That's dumb. Do you know anything about Eddie Aragon, the, the conservative radio host, or who Rod Montoya is? No, I don't know these okay. people. So, uh, typical L. Uh, it's lame. I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't necessarily want my show to be known as like the land of meth or like my state to be known as the land of meth. So it was. I think it's a little the dramatic. The show is a cultural icon. Yeah, though. it it's, was filmed in Albuquerque. So as far as I'm concerned, they have every right to put these statues yeah. in their city because it earned them a lot of money and a lot of recognition. I think that's great. Yep. Nobody should have an issue with that. You could just say, hey, maybe meth isn't great, but I feel like that's also something you don't really need to say. It's not the most important we part know. of the show. The, right. It's like the, the show is culturally significant in our nation. It right. It would be like... Um, uh, every like imagine every movie that's been made about something bad in California and they're like you can't put a statue up here oh, or every show break. in New York yeah like uh, uh, I understand this show is important and I, again like I don't really think this is as big a deal as the guy is turning it into <laughs> right. or at least Newswork is tur- Newsweek is turning it into by reporting on this guy objecting to it yep. uh, but I just or TMZ I guess 
I, I just can empathize with like if you are not actually from the state, having like Hollywood be like, oh, this is what your state seems like. You know okay. what I mean? First of all, uh, if you just see the statues on there, it's not like they're making, uh, it's not like they're doing drugs in the statue, right? So you're just looking at the actors mm -hmm. portraying characters. Then you say that's uh, characters from Breaking Bad. You don't say those are meth dealers. Yeah, I mean, right. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be there. I'm just saying I could understand wanting to be like, okay, but our only... You know, first off, these people are fictional. Right. So the people that we're honoring are fake drug producers. Like, I can understand where you're like, cool, we'll put these ones up. But also, can we put up someone who did something real and actually lived yeah, here? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I just feel like they've earned, they brought them enough money. Yeah. They brought enough fame they, to their town that it's a great thing and that now people are tourists for it. If anything, and, it's yeah. a way that the concept of meth brought legal money to the country, yeah, uh, exactly. to the state, by, by making fake versions of it so that they could portray it on TV in a mm -hmm. way that's not portrayed in a glory. It's not like they glorify, uh, I mean, the whole show is terrible. It's extremely depressing if you really think about it. Yeah. So just, just my take on it. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do Super Chats. Okay, Caper2X says make mine marble lydia oh okay you say so what does that mean <laughs> i don't know <laughs> make my mar uh because we were talking about spider-man oh yeah yeah i cannot do sorry that. i'm sorry I you don't have the power to do that i, I can't understand. No, i'm not <laughs> that seems crazy i thought that came up to you Pro you produce marvel stuff right i do not no only a tiny podcast john harrison says uh they asked for pushback and overwrites like this mod the more you tighten your grip tarkin the more the stars system will slip through your fingers yeah i'm like it's uh, i would have loved to hear dane's point of view on this but uh, i imagine he would have uh he would have ranted very well i'm sure he would have <laughs> we miss you dave uh, Dragon's <laughs> Talon There you go uh, Says Amber Heard should get a promotional contract for Depends <laughs> <laughs> Well we could do that She could do that uh, I, I mean it would be a great TJ Maxx she seems to like those She loves TJ Maxx She could lean into the meme Gosh, marketing yeah, Go for it For sure uh, Jonathan Harris says so we have a John Harrison and a Jonathan Harris. Oh my in the god! Chat. Very confusing. Uh, this <laughs> article was sponsored by Herd's legal team. Yeah, right? yeah. Th that's been a big I, thing. Like I wanted to say like this this viral Twitter thread. It had like forty five thousand likes, which is a lot. I thought seventy eight thousand. I I looked at it like two minutes ago. I have no idea what it is, but like it's not hundred thousand. So it's not right. millions. Like it's not that what's viral. our bar for viral? Yeah. So well, I uh, consider me part of the problem by covering it on the show well, the, here. The account owner has like less than two thousand followers yep. so it's really not a big deal but also that. this is a thing where a lot of people like they they they, they monetize that trial and, right. and turn their channel and grew channels extensively like There's you know Mary get your never heard oh but i'm also making money get your it. get your cool. money i say if you want to cover it if you want to have your slant to it as long as you're like open about like what you believe i don't care like yeah, yeah. have at it agreed Venerdy Trouble says, I'm a faithful subscriber to Amber Heard's OnlyFans. Oh, jeepers. If only that was I'm real. sorry. Amber fans. If only that was a thing. Like I said, I think what they need to do is make Amber Heard's character in Aquaman 2 pro-climate change and turn her into a villain. It would be hilarious. That could work. It would be hilarious. So. I think she should just accept that she's in her villain era and like yeah, just, just start kicking it. puppies in public. Re exactly. Not saying Maleficent. that. I'm not advocating for kicking puppies. Yeah. Remake Maleficent Embrace with her. Embrace it. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, Lydia, thank you so much today. Thank you for having me, Brett. I always enjoy being here, especially on Wednesdays. Let everyone know where they can find you. They can find me on Twitter and Minds.com at Sarah Patchlis, as well as Sarah Patchlids.me. Perfect. 
And Hannah Claire, where can they find you? You can find me on TimCast.com. I write articles there. Click on the read tab. You can also find me on Instagram at HannahClaire.B. And you can find me on Gab at HannahClaireB. And you'll find me here. Tomorrow is my last day with you guys. And then yeah. Mary returns. I know you missed her. I missed her too. Uh, so, yeah, come harass Brett with me for one more day this week. Woo. There are two more Super Chats that just came through. Okay, Jonathan Harris says, I was first. You know uh, you know, you guys love me. Okay. And of I course wanted, you I, do. I wanted to end XOXO Gossip Girl, but it doesn't. <laughs> and then Bad Apps says, oh, no. I'm not going to read this one. Uh, call him Spider Menace. Spider Menace defending no. New York against uh, not box. that. There yeah, you go. Yeah, against, <laughs> against that one. Yeah. Yes. It's a pass for me, Bad uh, App. But, <laughs> thank you. you know, thanks, as always, for, for joining us. I mean, and I'm not reading that shirt would probably be the first. I feel like that is what we'd have to to make. All right, guys. Uh, I mean, there's so many meanings that you could put behind. I'm not reading that too. Uh, Like a bunch of people not reading things that, uh, then we'll go into, I'm not watching that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then one more we got from Lindsay for $1. Thank you, Lindsay with, with no message guys. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic for the show. We are live here Monday through Friday, 3 PM Eastern standard time. That is noon Pacific. If you would rather listen rather than watch, I don't know why you would, but you can, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We are also on social media, Twitter, at PopCulture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok, at PopCultureCrisis, and on Instagram, at PopCultureCrisisPod. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.